What's up, starseeds, angels, humans, and the beings? Welcome to the Dirty Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Solange Beck. As always, a message of gratitude to you all for tuning in as we explore, debunk, and redefine purity. And just a little extra thank you for continuing to tune in week after week. We have made it to our final guest on the podcast, Tyler Smith. And I met Tyler serendipitously as I was in Brooklyn just starting the recordings for season one. And while our while we were, you know, getting to know each other, he exuded so much love and fun and flair that I thought he really needs to be featured. And I'm so glad I came to that decision because he brings season one full circle with showing how we can allow the exploration of sexuality to reflect how boundless our identity is, or at the very least, can be. And with me today to help intro Tyler is Jack, who featured on the podcast, and he has come prepared with written notes. <laughs> Jack, give us your thoughts. Hello. Um, thanks for having me, Solange. Um, yeah, I don't know. This was an awesome yeah. episode. Um, I think most uh, notably the sort of definition of authenticity that you guys were um, playing with um, and kind of how mm-hmm. we think about it as it, this, as this like unchanging thing, but if anything, it's, it's more real to recognize that you're always changing and evolving um, and like just trusting yourself yeah. in that process instead of relying solely on the sort of preconceived idea of yourself. Um, and so I just really appreciate it and uh, reverberated with that. Is that right? um, and then <laughs> sort of the importance of like intentional self-expression with others too, um, whether that be partners or family or, mm. or just like people in the sort of same affinity group, whether that's like uh, queer people or poly people or leftists or sort of whatever um ethnic groups whatever um so just having that like sort of sounding board to explore um yourself with like people that you feel safe and heard by um before you share that all with the world um can be really helpful i think yeah yeah for sure i usually get our session started with doing a random question to start um, that people pick from a bowl, but there's only one more question left. So I'm just going to ask <laughs> you <Okay>. directly. <laughs> it was meant to be then. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and the question is, what makes you feel sexy? Ooh, what makes me feel sexy? Um, I feel like... I'm thinking a lot about like my senses with this question recently or like, Mm -hmm. and about how, like, I think, you know what I mean? You're so um, sensitive to all of them. And especially like at the same time and when you're kind of like enjoying yourself more, when you're kind of like a little bit more comfortable is when Mm -hmm. I find that I feel a little bit more sexy. I know that's Mm -hmm. kind of strange, but um, I was thinking kind of about like, sense I think I'm really attracted to and like especially when either like 
I'm smelling good, you know what I mean? And like, I'm feeling comfortable with myself and I know that I'm like, I'm liking how I'm like showing myself or just like my, my smell and everything and my appearance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Or when I'm kind of like, you know what I mean? At like my favorite restaurant or I'm eating like really good food or something like that, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, and like the lights are low, you know what I mean? You have good food, like the ambiance is right. And it's just kind of Mm -hmm. like, you're, you're excited. You're happy. You like are in a comfortable space and you can like, you know what I mean? Not be like afraid to show whatever, show yourself or just like do what you want. And I feel like, I feel like I was also thinking about like that type of energy, but when you're also kind of like, I don't know if you're like in a club or something like that, you know what I mean? Or you're dancing Mm. and you're like on the right. So like another sense kind of like moving your body, like kind of like Mm -hmm. feeling the energy and just like the crowd almost. And you're just like grooving, you know what I mean? You're like getting, right, right. You're like getting down on the dance floor and you know, you're like, feeling good (laughs) and like like, and then like maybe I don't know maybe you like look across the dance floor right and you see someone else like getting down too and you have that like moment with each other where you're like into the song Mm -hmm. and you're like let's go Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I don't know I feel like little instances like that where like maybe somebody affirms you like in a way that like you didn't really expect or something (laughs) or like you have this like moment or like in time when like you just know like you know I don't know things are right or like you're comfortable I feel like Absolutely. sexy to me <laughs> absolutely <laughs> big answer um, it was a big question I know um, right? <laughs> that's really funny because like my follow-up question when I asked it immediately was can you give some examples and you're just like here's 10 <laughs> so you read my mind <laughs> I, I feel like that. I had a good week. I feel like I had a good week. You know what I mean? And like these things happened this <laughs> week, and I was like, I was like, yeah, like this is very applicable, to, applicable to like kind of what we're talking about and stuff like that. Absolutely, the kind yeah. of um, feeling yourself energy uh, and and big ego energy is definitely in the air right now, and I'm here for it. I love that. <laughs> right I, yeah I feel like yeah the weather's right the seasons are changing like we said yeah. you know what I mean just absolutely <laughs> um so kind of going off of that question in terms of giving examples I am just wondering like what are the markers or the milestones um, in your life that kind of mark your understanding or a deeper understanding of your own sexuality? Hmm. I think, like, I first started to think about my sexuality and kind of life and what I was attracted to and what I wanted and such kind of through, like, definitely through the internet and through the media. Um, Mm. I was very much like on, I don't know, I was like on Tumblr, you know what I mean? And I was like making friends online and like even like watching shows growing up and kind of seeing like characters and stuff, I don't know, that were a little ambiguous with their identity, I think kind of attracted Mm. me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like I I remember like, I don't know, this is, I feel like a lot of people use this example, but um, him from the Powerpuff Girls kind of like in their, their like red attire, just like, yes. you know what I mean? Being hot shit and like people are afraid of them <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> and just, I don't know, like the confidence that they like exuded 
um, kind of like attracted me to that character and like kind of, yeah, all of these like little instances that I wasn't seeing, you know what I mean? Like around Mm me and Mm -hmm. in like real life. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I was like, I don't know, in a, in a position or like in a, a, a stage in my life where I didn't feel comfortable like sharing my sexuality with people around me and kind of looked for like, yeah, just like examples out there that I could relate to and connect to and have that experience with. Absolutely. Um, can you just, for myself and those listening in, kind of walk us through the timeline and the journey of just like, I I would say both the, the un- self-understanding, but also self-acceptance. Yeah, right? um, for sure. I, I always knew, or I didn't always know. I think I was probably in junior high or maybe high school when I started to kind of think about my identity a little bit more and expanding and just like the thought that you know there could be more than just like what we were taught like as a society growing up you know what I mean just like the Mm -hmm. stereotypical patriarchy um but (laughs) (laughs) and then I don't know just kind of like the more I kind of felt like independent I think is the more Mm -hmm. I just started to feel like more explorative and like my mind was I feel like I've always kind of been like inquisitive and just like like wanting to like learn a little bit more just like not afraid to you know what I mean like talk to new people stuff like that um and yeah through that and like I said through kind of like meeting people and experiences and stuff and just like seeing more of you know what I mean openness and just like to queer identity to Mm -hmm. um more than just it's the norm I guess is when yeah I just started like realizing that there was more out there as like every I think queer kid does but um and then it kind of like leveled up a little bit when I went away to um college Mm -hmm. and I was more out I guess or just more public and more like willing to share I think about my experience and my interests and who I was like attracted to and interested in stuff like that and what I wanted out of life (laughs) and um just like being in like Boston not that Boston is you know what I mean like progress like that (laughs) it's more progressive than a hometown obviously (laughs) you know what I mean Uh and um and just being yeah just like going to you know what I mean like a institution where there are a lot of people like me too or queer more queer people I think really Uh a lot bring me out of my Mm -hmm. shell Mm mm-hmm um so a big sense of community right it's like just a community you can identify with um I kind of want to piggyback off of this um like this theme of identity because I think this is a big moment for a lot of people when they leave home for the first time right and then it's the independence and there's the exploration and the curiosity to really understand who you are. Um, I think it's a one big reason why we as humans like to move around, <laughs> right? It's like, yeah. who am I in this new city or this new place with these new people? Um, and I am, I guess like really what the question is, is like, how do you think, like, what are some key personality traits, I'll say, right, that you felt would describe you and your experience in your hometown versus who you decided to be when you left. 
Um, I think I was still, so I think being independent versus, and like having your own space is a huge factor in this where like Mm -hmm. you're able to kind of take that like alone time and internal time when you're feeling a little bit more introverted and like you don't have to like hide from anybody, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just your own Mm -hmm. space, not hide from, or just like, yeah, well, I guess hide from, or just like be around anyone else or feel like any type of pressure to like, I don't know appease someone else when you're not really living in your own space you know what I mean like you are but I lived with my parents as like people do or a guardian and it's not through structure it's not your own space you know what I mean so I think once like you do have that or when I did like kind of start to have more independence at my own space I like started to feel more comfortable and I think like I didn't have to try to, yeah, like appease anyone or try to be anybody that I wasn't for those that I felt like I needed to at that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little deep. But, um, and I feel like I've started to put, like, through that and kind of like through being away from that type of environment and seeing it from, you know what I mean, just like an outside source after kind mm-hmm. of being around energy that I knew that like felt right I guess um Mm -hmm. that I didn't have to feel like shaded or anything um is when I started to kind of I think I don't know just put myself first a little bit more and like take myself out of situations with loved ones with friends with anyone that like nobody's making me do it you know what I mean and only through kind of like exploring and realizing or like seeing more being being exposed to more just like you know what I mean as humans were inquisitive like we were talking about and I think just like opening up like yeah new worlds Mm -hmm. uh you brought up a topic Mm -hmm. that I always encourage people to do especially in like coaching and stuff like that is practicing putting self first (laughs) yeah it sounds easy and is really difficult yeah and yeah especially when you like care about people (laughs) like it's hard not and especially when you're like I don't know you don't share the same views on caring about people I think and caring about each other and yourself and such like that is really when Mm. it gets tough let's talk about that right because you're in a relationship right now are you okay with me saying that yeah yeah okay (laughs) yeah I definitely am um and that balance right of being in partnership with someone and being of service right as a partner but also having to put yourself first too Mm -hmm. what has that been like I it's a hard one for a lot of people to figure out and I think it is never a 50 50 balance but yeah yeah I think, um, I don't know, I think as, like, in the beginning of my relationship, I've been in a relationship for almost eight years now, so it's been quite a while, I feel like, and Mm. we've kind of, like, grown up together in a sense, and, like, learned how to navigate having, like, a partner in your life, obviously, and at the same time, having that partner be your best friend at the same time now, which I think Mm -hmm. is very important if you are to have one. Um, And I think at the beginning, we were very, you know what I mean? Like, he was my first boyfriend that I've had, my my first, like, same um, gendered, like, partner and everything that, like, I really started to kind of explore myself with and, like, 
show myself to. And I think through time, kind of just like laying down the foundation of that and just being like so open and kind of just like explorative in this type of sense with him, like being able to have that with him really, I feel like helped me a lot, like bring me out of my shell and just, yeah, like I said, like grow up and, and I don't know, explore more and just like open myself up to more worlds that, you know what I mean? I didn't know existed before. Um, and now, and now being like kind of in like a later stage, I guess, in our relationship or just being so far in, I think we've learned kind of that we do have like these interests that, you know what I mean? We both have that we like, but it's also okay to kind of like, obviously just take time away and like know that you can, I don't know, that's a part of it too. Like seeing each other have that time and like knowing that, you know what I mean? We're kind of relaxing or comfortable or just feeling okay and everything. And just like the communication is, is the biggest thing, I think. And just like checking mm-hmm. in with each other um, um, is what I've, what I've learned <laughs> kind of makes everything work. Sure. Uh, I, so I didn't know this about you, Tyler. I didn't know that um, you and your partner were together for that long. Um, mm-hmm. That's a long time. <laughs> Yes, and ma'am. and yes. I mean that's like all the way what to the beginning of college, I, right? Kind of. Yeah, it was my we met um, his first day of freshman year and my first day of sophomore year. So oh, literally, goodness. almost okay. almost our entire yeah like college experience too was kind of mm-hmm. played out together as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting because that's like a very, those are very formative years, right? And your early twenties are very formative. Um, honestly, I think the twenties in general (laughs) are very formative because you're like, who the fuck am I? I don't know, but I guess I'm out here trying to figure it out. Um, (laughs) crazy world, ain't it? (laughs) And I really like that this topic of giving space keeps weaving its way through our conversation. Um, Because to me, I'm like, that is a huge requirement for having a successful relationship that lasts so long through really intense years where you're potentially or you usually are changing so much and just figuring things out for yourself so I get I mean I know you said communication but I I would love to like hear a little bit more and even like examples of just like how did you guys manage (laughs) to like kind of like give each other the space to figure out who you each were or are Huh? Yeah, I th- and continue to be and change. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think both my boyfriend and I are very honestly like determined or busy. Even is a good word to put it. You know what I mean? I feel like we're in through college and everything, and through life outside of college, we were always like involved in things that we were passionate about or interested in, and we cared a lot about what we were doing you know what I mean if we were doing something we cared about it and we didn't want to like I don't know like take up time and space again like with things that weren't I don't know like contributing in a positive way to our college experience per se so I think like Mm -hmm. having being able to like 
feel for that and kind of like acknowledge that we do have a lot of the same like worth work ethic and we have a lot of the same kind of like ideas of how we want to kind of like relax and have chill time too we were very aligned I think we're, we're very similar people like we're very similar we even kind of like have morphed into the same dress like fashion sense now where we'll yeah. like accidentally match every day but uh <laughs> like so all the time people think we work together or something mm. but um just like I don't know so like the support there I think and just like having the same you know what I mean groundwork laid down an idea of like you know what I mean like yeah we should kind of like push ourselves and make work that we really like and be involved here and there but also like if we are feeling overwhelmed or something just like taking a second and like both feeling that together a lot of a lot of the same energy together I think and Mm. I think like individually it was I don't know it, it was it was interesting because we did start kind of like at the same time and we we had a lot of the same friends and the same friend groups and stuff like that so I think even when we were like not spending time at school or whatever we were still kind of together in like a personal aspect as well and Mm -hmm. kind of just like I don't know I don't know where I was going (laughs) it's okay (laughs) I yeah where I I think where was what just having like the same friends and I think like you know what I mean just being so involved with each other and like understanding Mm -hmm. that we were but also at the same time like knowing that it was okay to kind of just or not knowing it was okay just like having those times where we just like were able to take friends that we you know what I mean like on -on one-on-one or from outside of our circle and stuff like that was also like a breath or just or just necessary yeah we're we're both social people we both like to like talk like I said like make friends and stuff like that and I think Mm -hmm. just that helps too and just having like balance Cute. Well, I'm excited to meet your partner, and I know I will soon on my next visit to Brooklyn. Or I'm gonna make sure that it's something that happens oh when I come to Brooklyn. Yes, we have to all shake our booties or something. I know. I was on the phone with your roommate Cat, and mm-hmm. I heard you and Andrew laughing in the background, and it just oh made me so happy. Literally, we just like cackle at each other all the time, and just like bounce off of like each other's energy. I guess and our mm. and just like through I think we're we're very like we don't take ourselves too seriously and we don't take our relationship too seriously either to an extent you know what I mean mm-hmm. and we're able to like be I think we're just so like vulnerable with each other and we've just been through so much together like in these formative years and in kind yeah. of like growing up and moving to like all of these different states together you know what I mean and, and kind of just mm-hmm. like developing our lives mm-hmm. so in sync but I'm not, I'm, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way, like ever. I never yeah. thought of myself that I was going to be in such like a serious relationship, to be honest with you, because I was so mm. independent, I think, like growing up mm. and, and mm-hmm. being an only child and such that when it happened, it was just a very like fun and grateful and warm surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's going to be like, you're so much you. I know. <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna really appreciate hearing this later. Um, so, <laughs> um, just to switch it up a little bit, mm-hmm. I have some insider information that listeners don't have, and so oh on you. But you've told me what did the paths? <laughs> Everything's oh, <fine>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what did they say? <laughs> 
I, so my next question that I um, want to bring up is what part, parts of your sexuality are you exploring currently? Oh. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> that part of me. No, no, no. I have been beginning to dip my toes in the art of drag and kind mm. of taking on this idea of like a persona or this just kind of like entity that um is sexy and like feels sexy and feels funny and feels stupid and just like this kind of release of tension from everything you know what I mean that goes on in in life and I think kind of like exploring again like creativity in a I don't know I felt like I've always kind of been a maker I guess and just through either like art or through design through photography through words through sculpt like piece everything um Mm -hmm. I've just always felt very like like that and I think I've always kind of had this inkling or idea that I like to kind of like dress up and like put on a new look or just be able Mm -hmm. to kind of like do that and and have this yeah this expression of just not the everyday you know what I mean which I which I like because I feel like why not switch it up we're 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 on this planet once and you should (laughs) and you should really just like explore and kind of if you have an inkling or if there's something that's there like do it go for it see what happens and Mm -hmm. the worst that can happen is you don't do it again but um I think for for drag especially and for like its place and in the world and kind of like how what's going on with with it now how it's feeling more accepted and kind of like more more queens and more queer people in general you know what I mean they're getting they're getting booked by like huge brands and Mm. such to like be used in advertisements and such and it's just like I don't know there's a lot of more acceptance in it but I think there's a lot more kind of like I don't know like appreciation dare I say to do as well still for it and just to learn that like queens and queer people I guess and just aren't just like props you know what I mean they're not just Mm -hmm. toys that like just dress Mm -hmm. up and are dolls and you can like have fun with like it's it's for them it's like the expression of them and kind of like the 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 foundation of it and what it means and where it came from and how like we can perpetuate it now to inspire more people Mm -hmm. I don't know I just Mm -hmm. feel like I feel like I'm excited to kind of even now that I've like we talked about like relocated and like are in are in New York a little bit more and feeling just more like even more sense of community with that too I feel like it's going to explode a little bit more for me or I'm just going to have more opportunity and feel more comfortable and sexy in myself and like in, in a space that is is making space for that mm. um I th- potentially have a sensitive question that I'm about to say and if I sound like an asshole <laughs> you no. can tell me if I'm sounding like an asshole but there's something that's been coming up for me lately that's been bugging me and so I live down the street from this brunch brunch spot and there I think it's like every Sunday there's drag brunch very popular thing to do I personally have never gone and I don't think that's on purpose I think I've just never I don't know anyway whatever the point is that's not the point um you're busy you've got a podcast (laughs) I know (laughs) 
<laughs> well, it's usually it's like usually you have to get a ticket, all these things, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I cannot be bothered with that on a Sunday. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my day to rest. That's the day right? to rest. Yeah. Get a ticket. You're kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but okay. So I walk by and. You know, they have got the giant windows and I'm looking in and I can and I can see the, the performance going on and I get a little bit irritated because the audience that I see sitting in these chairs um, are a lot of straight women, like straight white women in particular. Um, not always, but, you know... I don't know if I've ever seen a man, a, a, a straight man, sitting in the audience. And there's so much coming up in just this this one situation. It's one thing. I could go down the rabbit hole of masculinity. Um, and then I could, but I can also, the rabbit hole that I find it particularly irritating is like, almost using people and I think you said this is like not just like using you know these queens as props to me I feel like it's just like this source of entertainment and I'm like are you just like using people and what is that about I don't know there's something like when every time I look in that window kind of rubs me the wrong way yeah I think there's a difference between like people like like the cis white women on their bachelorette party that are going and like trying to like Mm -hmm. hit their asses and like you know Mm -hmm. what I mean not really like appreciating and understanding why they're doing it and the art of it and kind of like the idea and the feelings behind it versus like going like being respectful of the space kind of like engaging in a positive way tipping correctly Mm -hmm. and like paying them for their time and their Mm -hmm. art and their ideas and stuff like that um I think like if you're going to an event like this to kind of like see a risque show or something that's like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? A little kooky from your normal life or something like Mm -hmm. that. Like, is that, I don't know if that's really the energy I would support, but if you're like going because you're actually intrigued and you want to learn or like see work that you know is, is relevant and is strong and, and like people put time into and is actually a craft, then like, yeah right. I'm all for it girl the queens have to get paid too you know and like <laughs> in in this I guess industry like I, I kind of like said it a little bit before but like other than like brand sponsored but brand sponsorships for people who just have like followers and clout and stuff like that like it's harder for for smaller queens I think to get to get that type of business so mm-hmm. you know what I mean you, they have to do what they have to do to survive and and if they really care about their craft, which they, you know what I mean? I think most mm-hmm. queens, I would say, do. Then yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank do. you for answering that question. It was more, it was like part complaint, part question. Yes, yes. <laughs> I feel, I feel this, yeah, that complaint as well. And, I, and I'm not, of course, the, the spokesperson for all drag queens. I, I sure. still am just, like I said, dipping my toes into it, but... I don't know. I do it because I love it and be, and because I like the idea of and the energy and the passion and the and the art behind it and mm. where it came from and the representation and the space that it should take up in the world and in the queer world especially. Absolutely. And I really appreciate that this is like 
an art form, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, of course. I love that. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's, there's meaning behind, you know what I mean? There's always like a reason. And, and for the queens that like perform and have work that are like really, well, all, all work, obviously there's thought behind it and there was feeling and emotion put into it. And there's like vulnerability there. Every time mm-hmm. I think you like get up and you like perform as mm-hmm. an entertainer, ex- knowing the expectation and, and like being able to just like believe in yourself and know what you're doing is, is valid and strong and going balls to the wall, literally. <laughs> so, I, I that was such a disgusting thing to say. Hashtag <laughs> fuck shame. It's okay. Yeah, literally. Well, ball, I mean, balls literally go into the wall when you're talking. I know. You know what I yep. mean? Yeah, if you're, you if you're a right. cis queen, they're... <laughs> <laughs> I wish up. I wish I had um, like people could see this moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a visual. You'll just have to go to a show some, sometime so you can see. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Um. All right. So through you know our conversation and like just going through your journey and your experiences, what you're experiencing with yourself through your and also with your partnership and with your friendships. What do you think has been your purification process? Just that journey to self-acceptance. Um, I think, I think there's like internal, like two, I guess like two separate parts for me, like the internal acceptance and the external acceptance. And I think I talked about a little bit with the external acceptance, but just kind of surrounding yourself with people that you know what I mean you like under like know care about you for who you are and you never feel like burdened by or judged by or like you can't actually like be your 100% true authentic self Mm -hmm. that you are you know what I mean I think that's Mm -hmm. very important for me and kind of like learning through the like through time and space and current events (laughs) and just the world like what that means to and what how those actions I guess kind of like reflect on on people themselves um and then internally I think kind of purification like being more I don't know just like never I think losing that sense of like inquisition I know I've said that a few times but Mm -hmm, just like mm -hmm. still kind of like you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. never say like feeling turned off by something Mm-hmm. that I've like a thought that I've had or like an idea that I've wanted to express or something that I've wanted to like I don't know like explore a little bit more I think I think I think I said this I've said this before to you but I'm all about like making mistakes if the mistakes are there <laughs> and kind of like not feeling like they were mistakes in the first place but just like a learning experience that you can like take from and learn and grow you know what I mean like yeah yeah. I I think I think through that too you're like dwindling not dwindling down but just like understanding the energy and and what type of space that you do want to have in your life and like not and just like keeping space for for that and and removing the energy that you know you know what I mean Mm -hmm. that that isn't for you or that Mm -hmm. like you you know affects you in a negative way um and just feeling like I don't know I really I feel like I've come to the 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 understanding that we really are on on this this floating rock once and I think that in order to feel your best and to like live the life that you want to live um 
you should just make the space for what you need and remove the toxicity as necessary. <laughs> Suck the I know out. I know that's easier said <laughs> easier said than done for sure, but just feeling yeah, just having confidence behind it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. understanding that that everyone needs what they need and not everyone's going to need the same needs and it's okay to like you know what I mean? Be mm-hmm. baby. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, thank you for that. Because to finish up our session, I always ask, do you have any words of wisdom or love? Last words of wisdom or love that you would like to share with listeners? Just like, it's a crazy world out there, y'all. Like, <laughs> the amount of shit that, like, is happening in the world right now that has happened that will continue to happen Mm. (laughs) probably for just like times to come um Mm. you know like leave your mark and (laughs) fight for what you want and Mm. explore everything that you want to while you can (laughs) you know what I mean because you never know what's going to happen especially with everything that's in the world right now um and just like I don't know I feel like something that I've been doing a lot like literally every day I think is just zooming out for a second Mm. and like taking those little mental breaks where if you're in like a deadline at work or something or if like your apartment's not clean like just take a breath it's going Mm. to be okay You, (laughs) you are you are living you are breathing and get some sun take a walk and come back and like come back with a fresh mind and maybe mm-hmm. you'll see it from a different perspective you know what I mean I think absolutely in work in life in relationships everything just like don't yeah. be afraid to take a breath and take it slow for a second you deserve it yeah sometimes it helps I think they call it I think the word for it is somber or sombering it's like Ooh. when you look at another person that you don't know a stranger and you realize that they have their own whole world that they're dealing with too Mm -hmm. it's a somber right a sombering (laughs) moment um and i think that helps me gain perspective on my life and i sometimes i'm even so dramatic that i'm like none of this matters it's all fine everything's fine (laughs) literally i have a roof over my head i'm able to like right you're you're okay take a breath right right exactly Right, right, yeah. Similarly to when I was talking about how when I feel sexy when I'm like in a club and somebody else has their own world going on, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we're aligned on that level and we're just right. Yeah, right. right. Ooh, thank you. Full circle. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that is sexy. It. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tyler, for joining me today. Such a pleasure. Yes, the pleasure was all mine. Thank you again for having me. Sure. Uh, so the word is actually sonder not whatever the hell I said <laughs> it's like a weird combination of sober and sonder but the word is sonder and it means the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. And I think 
that's why it's so beautiful when we do have those moments of connecting with someone randomly on the train, at a bar, out dancing. And finally, we make the eye contact and we know we're not so alone. Anyway, it was a fun episode and I love Tyler's energy so much. Um, and I really feel like season one truly came full circle. We started the season off with Claire speaking on experiencing the fluidity of both her sexuality and identity. And then we got to end the season with Tyler really showcasing how the fluidity of our identity can physically manifest itself. So it makes me want to pose the question to you all that can we allow our identity to just be a creative art form? So it's not quite a wrap on season one. This is the last of the guest features, but it's not the last time you'll hear their voices. I noticed that on other podcasts that you never really know who your host is, at least not on a personal level. It's almost like they get to hide behind their own questions and they're pulling all of this information from their guests, but not really giving anything in return or at least like personally giving anything in return. Well, in next week's episode, you'll be hearing from me, your host. I opened up space for each of the guests to ask me a question, Um, although many of them were very sneaky and asked multiple. (laughs) And of course, I had to answer openly and honestly, and I truly feel exposed. So if you felt like you learned or gained something today by tuning in, please give the podcast a five-star rating, (laughs) subscribe, follow, share the podcast with a friend or two, write a review if you have time, and remember to follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Dirty Goddicks. Okay, boo-boos, peace and stay free.